I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. And now, giving you access to the locker rooms and the minds of the independent scene, here are the curtain jerkers of pro wrestling podcasting. Mike Crockett. Actually, I prefer to be called Maestro. And the kingpin, Brian Malonis. He's the win, and nobody beats him. This is the wrestling podcast about nothing on the New Age Insiders Network. Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, episode 56, presented by BDARadio.com. There are so many wrestling podcasts out there covering every facet of the business. So we went to BDA Radio and said we had a different idea for a podcast. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. They said, what's wrestling podcast about? We said nothing. And thankfully they said, we think you may have something here. So here we are. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring. And joining me as always is a veteran of the New England Independent Matt Wars, the irresistible force, the immovable object. He's the king of the one-up, the kingpin, Brian Malonis. Hi, Mike. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> it's going well. It's going well. <laughs> is Extremely it? well. Yeah. It? Well, to people who are just listening to us on the podcast this week, they're right. going to think it's going tremendously. It's swimmingly, yes. Anybody watching the Facebook live feed right now or going back to watch it is going to see otherwise. What do you mean? What do you mean? I don't remember. You're throwing glasses all over your kitchen. <laughs> you, you're, you're throwing cats. You're knocking stuff over. You're... I don't know what's going on with you. I knocked over You're glass. Bullets. I knocked over glass. <laughs> it happened to break. Uh, water was spilled everywhere. Hope, thankfully, not on the equipment. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, we started off with a bang. Something uh, special for the people watching on Facebook Live. That's we what she said. Really appreciate it. <laughs> don't know what that means. But the one up, Brian. I say that because you right now are sporting a shiner. I am indeed. And if we remember a few weeks back here on the podcast, I had a little black guy of my own. I uh, kind of originated that look. <laughs> but now you're, you're bringing up the rear. That's what she said. <laughs> and you've uh, got a nice black guy of your own. How did this happen, Brian? What's going on here? I think, I think it was the karma train from making fun of you so badly <laughs> with your black guy. <laughs> my, my, mine was almost, uh, it almost looked like, Eye makeup. It was it was very nice. I'll, cl- I'll close my eye for you there, Mike. Go ahead, take a look. It looks a little bit like is that eyeliner, eyeshadow? What's the what's the one that has like the different colors? Uh, eyeshadow, I guess. Is it eyeshadow? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we're any talking. La- about- is there any ladies out there watching that could that could that could help us out here? This reminds me of uh, back in the Survivor Series episode with Chip and Tony. I was talking about eye makeup <laughs> yes. for about 15 minutes. Yes. Go back and listen to that one or probably, <laughs> you know, maybe skip that part. But <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, you know. Uh, you had a show last night. I did. I wrestled for Chaotic Wrestling last night. Uh, it was a capacity crowd in Nashua, New Hampshire. Yes. If capacity was like 50. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, it's a smaller room. It's an intimate room. <laughs> yeah, very intimate setting last night. But yes. uh, uh, I had a bit of a gauntlet match, and uh, I thought I was just going to be taking on some ham and eggers, you know? Right. Uh, I took on Tony Sakamoto. <laughs> what is going on here? The cat is losing its mind now. I can't work under these conditions, Mike. <laughs> vodka just went buck wild. Uh, vodka the cat. Um, yeah. Anyways, Go ahead. I, I, beat, I beat up Tony Sakamoto in, in record time. Tony Sakamoto? Yes. It's uh, Bob Sakamoto's grandson. 
<laughs> and then uh, Darley Decimo, I, I, I uh, dispatched of him rather quickly. Really? So and what was this? Was this? It was a gauntlet. Is what you said. It was, yeah. It was the okay. Kingpin's countdown, is what it was. Oh, I see. Yes, because we're getting ready for the chaotic countdown on May the nineteenth. Gotcha. gotcha. Yes. So, uh, and then uh, to my surprise, um, you know, Gigantor came on. Uh, <laughs> I almost said his nickname that Todd, uh, Todd Smith, <laughs> Warbeard Hansen uh, came up with for him. He comes up with great nicknames all the time. <laughs> um, but. Donovan Dijak. Oh no! That was for that was for Todd Sinclair. Wow! Uh, came out much to my uh, my surprise and dismay, and uh, we had a uh, our first encounter since um, since Cold Fury, and uh, when he thought he ended my chaotic wrestling career, but uh, back you are. I am back, and uh, so uh, yeah, he was giving me a corkscrew moonsault, and uh, all right. Donovan Dijak is a is is an innovator. Because he managed to, uh, he does this. He does this corkscrew moonsault with a punch to the eye. Ooh! Yes, you never see it coming. Wow! <laughs> and it's I haven't seen anything to... all day. Consequently, no. <laughs> it's a hell of a long way to go for a punch. <laughs> yeah, yes, you would think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I didn't even get like you know, it wasn't even like a like a wind up and punch. It was a corkscrew moonsault to the eye. Nice. So uh, swelled up instantly. And here you are. And here I am. Uh, this morning, uh, by the time I got home last night, my daughter, who's five, um, was, uh, you know, she was in bed already by the time I got home last night. So she woke up this morning, did a double take, and was very concerned. Didn't want me to leave the house this morning. <laughs> didn't want me to wrestle anymore. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. She was very upset about daddy's black eye. So more upset than you. I'm, I'm, you're showing no compassion. <laughs> I got a of peas in the freezer we can get for you i've had peas on my eyes before when i've had a shiner uh, from warbeard right. from warbeard hansen uh, <laughs> when he he's, heel he's, kicked, yes he's watching live now on <laughs> facebook live when he heel kicked my face off and uh <laughs> that's never uh, happened before up in portland maine <laughs> my god um all right brian so the reason we're here it's uh-oh <laughs> warbeard has shared the nickname on facebook live we'll reserve that you're gonna have to go back and watch us on facebook live and, and watch the feed to uh to see what the nickname was <laughs> <laughs> all right I, I i can't even see it on mine because my thing is frozen up again but uh here we go brian we are doing our one year anniversary podcast We've been doing this for a year. This is episode 56 of the podcast. We started off with four right out of the gate, and we've done 52 weeks since, and here we are. One year. How you feeling? How many more weeks do I have left on my sentence? Uh, <laughs> Brian. I got like on my wall at home, I got like all these etchings <laughs> in, the, in the wall. Oh. Uh, I, well, I do want to take a break here, Mike, and, and notice who has, uh, who has joined us in their, in their comment. <laughs> oh goodness mike mills booking the territory pro wrestling podcast it's coming out uh, is it out tonight yeah it's, it's, it's out tonight definitely but it might be might be out already the new podcast for uh, mike mills uh okay brian let's just get right to what everyone's here for yes on facebook live prizes <laughs> yes that's what everyone wants we're, we're talking about we're on facebook live uh if you're watching the podcast we get a way for you to get a prize too but we're gonna give away three prizes tonight uh and you can qualify for the first two right away this is how you do it folks first if you want a brian malonis t-shirt 
I think we're looking at the Mastodon T-shirt. Yes, the Mastodon T-shirt. If you're looking for the Brian Malonis exclusive Mastodon logo T-shirt, share this video right now on Facebook. This post with the live video in it, share it, and everyone who does so will be entered in a drawing to take place at the end of this live broadcast. Warbeard Hanson, you could win a <laughs> Brian Malonis Mastodon T-shirt. <laughs> Just share it to your friends. Share it to everyone. And uh, share it to another page. Share it to a wrestling page. Anything. Just to get people more, uh, get more people listening to us. Um, so yeah. Anyone who shares the video will be entered into a raffle. We'll pick it at the end of the show. And I stole this directly from uh, Eric Tolley, who I'm not sure if he's still in here, but he's from 59 Media in Fall River, Massachusetts, Bobby Cruz's hometown. And uh, they did this for a while on their podcasts, and uh, it really helped them out. So hopefully it helps us out, Brian. So you can get a Kingpin Brian Malonis Mastodon t-shirt. Just share this Facebook post yes. right now. Designed by designed by uh, Kingdom Ring of Honor Kingdom member, uh, Vinny Marcellia. That is true. Yes, so did great work. Wow. All right. So you can have uh, Vinny Marcellia, the artist. That was one of his former gimmicks. He's had many former gimmicks. <laughs> yes, but... Uh, Insanity, and then he, he's doing all sorts of like crazy. He's out of his friggin' mind. I don't know if you follow him on social media, but I think he was walking around Dearborn, Michigan with uh, green mist all over his face for like two days. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's a fashion statement. Uh, all right, there's another shirt. Of course, the Curtain Jerker WPAN t shirt will be uh, given away. It's a giveaway here tonight on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. All you have to do is write us a review on iTunes, or I guess they're calling it Apple Podcasts now, but no one really says that. So iTunes. Just make sure, uh, leave the review on iTunes, but before you tap enter, just uh, take a screen cap, take a picture of your screen, and then tweet that to us at the WPAN on Twitter. Um, it better be five stars. We're not giving anything to somebody <laughs> give us less than five stars. So, <laughs> so this 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 uh, part of the contest, this is open to anyone who's watching here live and who's listening to the podcast through your iPhone, any iOS device. All entrants will go into a hat. We'll hold the raffle next Monday for this one. So the second one will be for next Monday. Uh, of course, if you can't wait, you can purchase the Curtain Jerker WPAN t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com. I didn't wear mine. Slash New Age Insiders. Thank you very much to the New Age Insiders for putting our shirt in their store. You know, we really got to be smarter about this. Why are we not wearing our Curtain Jerker t-shirts while we're on Facebook Live? We're not very smart, are we? No. Well, I, I wore mine last weekend, so it's it's dirty. I could always throw it back on, but you know, who cares? You, you, you wore it last weekend, so it's not clean yet? No. What do you think? I do laundry once a week? What is, who is this? What is this? You're an animal. That's what you are. Oof. St- <laughs> we should turn that fan on. Get a what's, little, uh... what's that wife of yours up to? She's not doing laundry. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm just kidding. I love I love Michael's wife. She is an amazing woman. I saw she showed a sad face last time we did Facebook Live. I think it's because I said <laughs> I that, so. that she cut me out of Marvel movies. I know it's not her. I know she would never perpetrate such a crime. <laughs> I know it's the dastardly, devious Mike Crockett. Human feces himself. <laughs> uh, you know, we do laundry more often if we had laundry in-house, but we do not. So we have to go to a laundromat to do it, and it's a whole process. You got a tub? Get like a washboard. <laughs> the old washboard. No, we can't do that. All right. The final giveaway. we got three giveaways tonight. The first one is share this post on Facebook. The second one, share, share a review that you did of our podcast on iTunes through our Twitter at the WPAN. The final giveaway. You got something there? 
<laughs> yeah, Chad Alden, curtain jerker is what my neighbor called me in the police report. <laughs> thank you chad alden Uh, a man walks into an arm bar the mma podcast on bdaradio.com the final giveaway brian is something special for any wrestling fan uh i know brian you kind of you feel privileged every time you step between the ropes and enter a wrestling ring i do yeah indeed well we're going to offer that same honor to one of you here watching the podcast live on facebook This summer, the New England Pro Wrestling Academy in North Andover, Massachusetts, this is the same facility that Kofi Kingston, Tommaso Ciampa, and Sasha Banks started in. And the Kingpin Brian Malonis. You too. (laughs) They will be holding their next fantasy camp, and one of you participating here today will be signed up for free if you win our little game we're going to play later. Of course, you kind of have to be local because you know we aren't offering airfare. Unless yeah, <laughs> you want to fly yourself in for this. <laughs> yes. uh, no accommodations. I apologize. We're not that kind of podcast. Well, you won't put somebody up on your couch? Uh, I mean, it's, it's lumpy. You wouldn't, you wouldn't <laughs> like it. You wouldn't enjoy it. And uh, you or a garden, if you're under 18, you must sign a release stating you're healthy and ready to participate. Uh, so thank you to Brian Fury from the New England Pro Wrestling Academy for offering this to one of our listeners. And you can find out more about the school by, vis- by visiting neprowrestling.com. And you can find out more about this great opportunity later in the show. We're going to give away a free fantasy camp spot. You will get in the ring. You will run the ropes. You will take a bump. All this stuff. Uh, just uh, be ready later on in the podcast. We'll give you the chance to do that. I thought you were going to pipe in that you, you're, you're no, all ready I, to go. I, I, you look like you had something else to say. Of course not. <laughs> you usually never shut up. I can barely get a word <laughs> in edgewise. All right. So today on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on the NAI Network, it is our anniversary show. We launched this podcast May 18th, 2016. And here we are a year later. We will talk to the listeners and viewers here live, and they can ask us anything and we've talked about uh, the giveaways oh we got a little feedback here Uh-oh. we got a little feedback from i got a spiel here i'm trying to oh, do oh, go, ahead, go ahead well it's important feedback it's okay. from it's from internationally renowned pro wrestlers two superstars in the industry really it's from the iwgp heavyweight tag team champions of the world wow and they're saying crockett you say brian too much I do. I do say Brian a lot, don't you I? You do. Yeah. I should just say Kingpin. Say Kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> Malonis. And no pronouns. Come on, pronouns, pal. Pronouns, pal. Come on. <laughs> so uh, that's what we got going on here today. Um, someone from this community will get to go and be in a wrestling ring. Plus, we're going to have your promo about nothing and a whole lot more. But first, I guess we should talk to the people, Brian. We got some people in here. Yes, we got lots of people in here. And if anyone has a question, you can go back. If anyone's got a question for us, if you want to ask us a, a pointed question, that would be fantastic. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I can only go back so far here. But let's see. Let's see. Who has, who has questions? Who has questions out there? I got some questions here to get the ball rolling. This is actually from a previous Facebook Live we did, Brian. Okay. But who is the most underrated wrestler of all time? This came from Anthony Mark Balkus, and it also came from... Uh, the New Age Insiders account. Well, well I know who we're not going to pick. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Bret Hart and Ric Flair, right? <laughs> respectively. <laughs> yeah, we talked about the most overrated last time, uh, but the most underrated wrestler, Brian. Oh, that's a that's a really that's a really tough one. I'm trying to think of um, 
guys that I liked along the way that maybe maybe do you have do you mean do you have somebody in mind, Mike? I'm I'm completely unprepared for this question. I am as well, but I, I think I don't know. It's kind of a standard answer, but Cesaro is a guy that is of, of all time though. Cesaro, uh, you're you're right. Of all time, that's I'm thinking more modern day, current guys going on. Um, I know Brad Armstrong is somebody that a lot of people talk about as um, one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. A guy who is uh, a great guy backstage, and he, he would do anything for anybody in the ring to get them over. But he never really got the opportunity to be on top himself. Um, Brad Armstrong, he was the Candyman. He was Arachnaman. He was Buzzkill. That's the Vince Russo gimmick, which is basically a ripoff of Road Dog. But yeah, that's Brad Armstrong is is someone that came to mind for me. Wow, well, we have some answers from the. I mean, do you want to pipe in with the audience here? The audience sure. has given us some. Well, uh, George Carroll. Oh, uh, George Carroll. George Carroll says Lemonhead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I concur. An, an NEWA uh, legend. Uh, Brad, Brad, and I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher your last name. Brad L. We'll call him. Okay. Uh, says Arn Anderson. I think that's a that's a great that's a great pick. That is that is. Anthony um, Solomon, Bray Wyatt. Okay, he, he's the, he's the he's the champion at this point, right? Um, yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> is he? Yeah, it's it's tough to be. No, he's not. He's Randy not. Orton is. Oh, you just- <laughs> confusing me. I know. <laughs> Uh, Brendan McKenzie, Brian Pillman. That's a really good one. That is a really good one. Brian Pillman. Uh, very underrated. He was on his way there until he got in that accident and his, his leg was never really the same again. Esteemed but still underrated. New Age Insiders. Mr. Perfect. Okay. Um, well, maybe I mean, he didn't get to ever get his due as a as a He wasn't like a, world, a world champion, champion but which, he was... Which he should have been, I, I, I think. But I think injuries probably played... Some sort of role in that. Also, the era he was he was in, there weren't really a lot of long term heel champions at, at during those days. Yeah, I think he was pretty well heralded during his time. So I'm not sure he would be really underrated. <laughs> Mike Mike Mills is gonna love all the. Oh, Mike Mills, Arn Anderson, uh, <laughs> Warbeard Hanson, the Duke of Elegance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Tarzan Taylor would agree. I'm partial to Ernie the Cab Driver Wilson myself. Oh my goodness! What about the Road Todd? <laughs> These are all uh, Warbeard <laughs> Hanson's backyard gimmicks. For those who don't know, so we do. We do have another question. I don't okay. know if we go to another, another question, but uh, David James is asked Kingpin if you could wrestle any person, past, present, who would you like to face? This is an easy answer for me, man. Hulk Hogan. Oh like, boy, that would that would be the. I w- it would be an honor to take the the three punches, the boot, and the leg drop. It would it would be amazing. Be the best thing in the world. He'd probably love to work with you. That you're like you're like right <laughs> in the mold of the guys that he was. Yeah, I feel like maybe like in the '80s, if I, you know, if I was wrestling and not like a child, I might have been a guy who came and worked with Hulk Hogan. Maybe. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? You were born too late. <laughs> I know. It's, it's a shame. Was, was that the name of like somebody's D, uh, DVD or something? Who? Like five years too late or something. Born too late or something like that. No. Am I am I getting? Completely... I'm thinking Tony Atlas's was too much too soon. That's like that's <laughs> the opposite of what you're talking about. I got one here, Brian. The 1980s was the best decade ever. It uh, is that what made wrestling what it is? Like kind of bird and magic made the NBA what it is. Was the were the were the 1980s the best decade ever? Is that what made wrestling what it is? Um, 
I mean, it's definitely the origin of it. Uh, I, I think it was the origin of pro wrestling really stepping into the mainstream uh, with the rock and wrestling stuff. Hulk Hogan, Roddy Piper, and uh, Cindy Lauper, and all, all the crossover stuff. Um, I'm completely biased. It's my favorite era ever. Ever. Era ever. 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 Era ever. Era ever. <laughs> Um, what do you think, Mike? I mean, you're, you you probably remember more of it than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's what elevated wrestling to what it basically, yeah, basically what it is today. It is, you know, the one nationwide company. That's where the WWF expansion took place and made it kind of the mega sensation that it's that it became that it is today. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be the '90s, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the eighty the the eighties. That's when it all yeah, blew up. I think so. I think we have our answer. I do get another question here, Anthony Bronya. Am I saying that right, Anthony? I'll just call you Royce Bishop. Oh, <laughs> but best WWE wrestler to never win the WWE championship. Uh, do you want to go first? You want to take this one first? Best WWE wrestler to never win the WWE. For me, it's 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 easy. It's an easy one for me. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper for me. I think. Uh, easy answer there, uh, but I think he's the best to never get the WWE Championship. At, you know, in WWE, I think for sure. Any, who, anybody else agree? Disagree? <laughs> like, I got one. Okay, Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> <laughs> Michael making a mockery of uh, of this. Thanks, Mike. No, I, I yeah, that, that is a very good one. I mean, Ted DiBiase held the title for a few minutes. I think he, he held it. Uh, you know, of course, Andre the Giant relinquished the title to DiBiase, and I think he held it at that weekend's house shows, but then they did the whole tournament, WrestleMania four. But I think DiBiase, if you don't count that brief thing where he held the title, he never won it in the ring, uh, I think DiBiase would be a good one. They don't recognize him as a WWE champion, do they? I don't think so. There was one point where the Rockers uh, won the tag team titles at a TV taping, um, but then they decided against it, and they took the title titles back. They never acknowledged it on TV. But years later, like on like a WWE.com article, they acknowledged it. And I think they might actually be in the title histories now. I know if Tony S. is watching, he's big on the title histories. Maybe he knows if that is official now with the Rockers winning the tag team titles. But they won them back in the day, but then they kind of erased it from existence. And uh, now, who knows? All right, so then uh, let's see. Let's see. We're going through. Uh, Warbeard Hanson wants to know, Crockett, what's your dream match to ref? Dream match to ref. Wow. If I talk about the indies or I talk about WWE, if you could ref one match right now, past, any, any guys past or present. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to elaborate on the question. Any guys past or present, any, any matchup that was possible pa- past or present, on any level, who would you have wanted to ref for? Wow. Um, I hate to s- steal someone you just mentioned, but uh, probably Piper and Hogan. All right. That's a good answer. If, if you're going like back all time, all over, like you mentioned, Roddy Piper was one of my favorites. I actually didn't really come, come around until he was already turned babyface. But I go back and see the stuff of him as a heel. Of course, it's fantastic. Piper's Pit, all that stuff. And Hulk Hogan, obviously a phenomenon. Just in the middle of all that stuff, 1984, the first WrestleMania, um, that would have been a great time and it's great to be part of. I mean, I would have been eight years old. But, you know, if we're 
fantasy booking here. We're just kind of throwing it out the window. If we're going back in the DeLorean, uh, go to 1984. All right. So here, here's another good one. Here's one I really want to delve into. Glenn Abbott asks, What's, where's the strangest uh, place you have both worked at a wrestling show? Wow. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to think about this one for a second. But it's an interesting question because I've worked in – Parking lots, uh, obviously many Elks Lodges and Knights of Columbus's, and um, I wrestled in a nightclub in Quebec City, Canada. Uh, boy, the strange, the strangest place. Um, I know when we talked about with Max Bauer, if you go back and watch, uh, if you go back and listen to that podcast on the wrestling podcast about nothing feed, is an outdoor gun club. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> we set the ring up next to like a stream, a pond. <laughs> yes, and there was a gentleman fishing on the other side of the of this body of water. There was while we were wrestling. It was American Cancer Society benefit. There were uh, there were uh, girls dressed as Disney princesses, and they were smoking. I think you're gonna say they were dressed as diseases. <laughs> the way you said you started, we talked about cancer, and then you uh, forget it. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> the canvas was a thousand degrees. Yes. Uh, if if uh, Warby and Hanson is still there, uh, I remember Psycho, who wrestles barefoot. He was <laughs> he would get in the ring and he would walk across it, at, 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 and then he'd jump up. And he it was a tag team match, so he'd tag out and he'd get out on, onto the apron and he'd stand on the bottom rope. So he wouldn't have to have his hand, his feet on the 120 degree canvas. So that was uh, there were next to a pond, next to a guy fishing, uh, putting on a wrestling show. That yeah. was yeah, that's a, that's probably as strange as it gets. Uh, you know, I'm sure Warbeard could, might be able to think of something because we wrestled a lot of a lot of shows together. But uh, we're getting lots of good questions here, man. Uh, here, here's one it says here's a fun question. This is okay. from. Uh, uh, Gregorio Mirin, and and you're gonna guess. Oh, Greg, okay, the Lone Wolf. Yeah, and uh, so you're gonna, you're, yeah, so you you already know where, you know, who he, his allegiances are to. Uh, okay. <laughs> Here's a fun question: Would you, Kingpin, go to Wildcat Sports and go one on one mano a mano against BTT's Hard Body Harper? Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd I'd come in and work with some underneath talent for sure. Oh boy. Yeah, I'd be happy to do it. The thing depends is- on the payday. The thing is, isn't, isn't he he's a manager? Hard Buddy Harper is a manager in, in Wildcat Sports Entertainment. <laughs> well, you know, I, like I said, they're just looking for somebody to put me over anyways. <laughs> I'm the kingpin. Why not? Why not? <laughs> um, I did see something here from Brendan McKenzie, Brian. He says, what, what legend has given you the best advice? Mm. Good. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll, Killer Kowalski. And, and it's it's the... It's so simple, it should be obvious to anyone before you ever step foot, and that was make the people notice you. And that was it. That was, I mean, that piece of advice, if you just take it and apply it, um, is really the kind of the crux of what this business is. It's making the people notice you. Um, you know, this is... Um, Everybody has their place on the card and whatnot, but ultimately we're all in this to make money and try to get as high as we can on, on the card and, and with different promotions. And um, it's such simple advice, but also you know a stroke of brilliance at at the same time. Definitely. Um, let's, let's go to another question here. George Carroll. He says, "How much does the wrestling world miss Billy Kryptonite?" 
I'm a shit factor. <laughs> Am I shit factor? The website is no longer available, by the way. That's too bad. That is there sick. is a couple good YouTube videos up there. I can't believe those haven't been the promo about nothing yet. Oh, I don't. I, don't, I, I usually go for something more mainstream. Oh, those are those are fantastic. We should <laughs> we should try to make those mainstream. The thing, like, thing is, putting up indie videos for like a promo about he's nothing. He's not indie though. Oh, well, he was he's... Chad Dick in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> he had a pretty famous firing story as well. Yeah, well, yeah. But yeah, I think just putting indie videos up there is, you know, guys are still working on stuff. And he was still working on that Amish character, I'm sure. I hope he was still working on that Amish character. <laughs> and so to put that... It's literally uh, one where he's speaking gibberish. <laughs> humana, humana, <laughs> something like that. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> we love you, Chad. We love you very much. Uh, how did you get the name Kingpin, says David James. Uh, well, uh, chaotic owner, I was looking for something to add to my name. I'd always just kind of been either was horrible, shitty Brian Buffet, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just Brian Malonis. And we were kind of looking for something to uh, to add to it. And, and uh, the owner of Catholic Wrestling, Jamie Jamikowski, is a gigantic comic book guy. Um, one of the craziest comic book collections I've ever seen. Um, and we were just kind of going through and. Uh, the the kind of kingpin name kind of came up because he's you know the, he's a big guy and I'm a big guy and there's I don't know I like to wear white suits <laughs> that's not true at all but Purple no, pants. I, I just uh, it was brought up and and Jamie had suggested it and I and I I really liked it I thought it was I thought there was something to it and however many years later it it really has stuck and and um, it's become what I, you know become what I'm known for so I don't know it's kind of cool yeah uh, Connor from uh Okay, fit Connor, aka Okay, Fabe, I should say. He's uh, saying, "Who's your favorite opponent f- that you faced in New England?" Ooh, this is a, this is a, well, it's a loaded know. question. It it is because I don't I don't want to I don't want to upset anybody. Um, I, I've had many great opponents, um, um, and I've probably flip flopped this answer over the years. Um, but he's watching right now. My 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 favorite opponent in New England is is. Probably the guy I've wrestled the most, uh, both between class matches, show matches. Uh, you know, it's it's Warbeard Hansen under under whatever moniker. Um, <laughs> he's I've wrestled him under many different monikers, both me and him. Uh, we've wrestled each other at, at various points of our careers, very early in the middle, recently. Um, so um, I would definitely say it, it's it's Warbeard, and uh, uh, it would be a you know it, it's. You know, and and I don't know what the future holds for him, but I would hope someday we get to to wrestle on a national stage. You know, that's that would be that would be something that'd be pretty cool and pretty special, especially if we were refereed by by Todd Sinclair. <laughs> what a dick. Well, you're retired. <laughs> I like how you like <laughs> fake out. Yeah, that's I didn't want nice. you to get all misty eyed again. <laughs> uh, Brian, I'll say Brian again. Uh, <laughs> what wrestling legend has been a role model to you? Oh, wrestling legend, like like somebody I I know. That's Miguel Cuevas. Like somebody who I've who I've encountered. Or I could be I whatever you want to interpret it. Come on, who's my role model? 
I mean, I, I'm sitting here in, involved in wrestling. You know where it's going. Yeah. It's like a broadcast pause. Is it still going? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Broadcast paused. What happened, Mike? I think we're still going here. Oh, boy. He's, you're panicking for nothing. Where do, where do I pick up here? All right, give me a beer. <laughs> give me a beer. I'm crying out loud. It's a comedy of errors, folks. And I almost knocked that over. All right, are you ready? I don't even know where I left off. Um, I don't uh, even know where I left role off. Role model oh, legend. Role model legend. So um, when I fell in love with pro wrestling, um, the reason I love pro wrestling, uh, the reason I wanted to get into pro wrestling was Hulk Hogan. Uh, and I think I don't think I'm alone in that. I think there's lots of people... Uh, out there who who are in the business, who watch the business, who fell in love with professional wrestling because of Hulk Hogan. Uh, growing up, I, w- I grew up in the Hulkamania era. I was born in 81, um, so that was like right in my wheelhouse, everything with Hulk, with Hulk Hogan. So um, he's still probably the one guy in professional wrestling at this point that if I met, I would I would probably be completely, you know, starstruck and, you know, not to, not, not, not know what to do with myself. Um. Okay. I. I'm. I'm still uh, recovering here. Oh, there's vodka. Saying hello. <laughs> What's the dog's name? It's not a dog. It's a cat. Right here. It's vodka. <laughs> now I need a beer. Yes. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's go back to an older question, Brian. Maddie Wilson, our friend from the UK, says, "Who would win in a brawn panties match between the both of you?" <laughs> Uh, nobody wins. <laughs> nobody wins. The following, that is true. That is very true. Um, yeah, we're in. Swig a beer for the working man? Yeah, definitely. Whew. And vodka. We're about to lose transmission because vodka is going to just leap at the camera. <laughs> Wait, guys. Anything else here? Oh, Dor- Dorana Crockett. Who? Vodka, she says. <laughs> you're supposed to be uh in class right now what are you doing <laughs> um okay how many more questions we take in here mike take a few more here we got we uh we got the game coming up we're gonna play a big game here folks for a chance to get in a wrestling ring the you know, new england pro wrestling academy <laughs> did you see george carroll's question can we get a replay of muck's favorite favorite moment in wpa industry crockett getting attacked by his cat uh Based on what's happened so far tonight, I'm expecting the cat to like <laughs> launch at your face and scratch your nose off or something. I don't think I don't think we need the cat for me to hurt myself here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who who is starting up the win a date with with fat pants? <laughs> wow, who's who? Crockett's been trying for for months. Yeah, we're trying to get a date for Todd Sinclair. Um, he deserves it. He's done a lot for uh, you, Bryce, and a lot for me. Let's get the kid a date. He deserves it. He needs it. He uh, he his, he lost his alternator today. He was broken down on the highway. Is that GoFundMe page up yet for him? <laughs> it should be. <laughs> we're thinking about you, Todd. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get it done. <laughs> Chad Alden, the cat's name was Potato, but it's slowly changed over time. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> the, Ch- the Chad Alden jokes. <laughs> I kind of like that one. Purple faced ref. <laughs> All right, let's get into a heavy question, Brian. What's the deal with so many wrestlers dying young? Jesus. 
Uh, steroids and drug abuse. <laughs> I mean, oh, oof. I well, is it not true? I don't. I don't know. I mean, well, I saw something today. Um, oh, vodka's going after the phone. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, think cat, I think you better get her. I think you the, better, cat, the cat. We're gonna lose the transmission here in a second. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> vodka. That's a, yeah. There's a lot of heart stuff with uh, with wrestlers. Um, Drugs. Look, this shit takes a toll on your body. Yes. It takes a toll on you mentally. Life on the road is hard. Um, you know, having said that, I think things are getting better. Um, I don't think you're going to see the same stuff as this current generation ages. Um, I don't think you're going to see the same things happening. Uh, people are smarter. You've even heard people talking about the fact that guys don't go out anymore. They go to their hotel rooms and play video games and do all that sort of stuff. Um, but I mean, I think the simple answer to that question is 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 you know drug abuse and and steroid abuse and you know substances that you're putting in your body combined with an extremely hard life. And to be fair, whether the, the, some of these guys who have passed on, if they were doctors or lawyers or you know carpenters or or whatever. Who knows? They might have had something genetic going on that they might have passed away at this very same age. Um, you don't really know. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's something that uh, at least I feel has started to correct course a bit. Yeah, it's like you said, It there's um, lots of guys that aren't doing the things that were doing in the 80s, the things that were doing in the 90s. What, what am I looking? Oh, yeah, I did see. I did see uh, <laughs> my wife making comment. When is Mike ending his extended hiatus? Uh yeah, she wants to know. <laughs> she needs to get me out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, the simple answer to that is when she allows you to. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's not true. I don't really like how I just uh, cut off the the yeah, talking yeah. about wrestlers passing away. Yeah, you know, like I, for me, I can't get off that subject quick enough. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, 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 the turn of this thing around is what is what's going on. Yeah, I think days. guys are more you know you know conscious of living. Uh, Healthy style, uh, lifestyle. Um, There's a wellness policy now, which yeah. prevents a lot of that stuff from going on. Yeah, for the most I part, th- I think so. And, and um, I think people are just smarter, even when they're using substances. I think guys are getting a little more educated. I think a lot of those guys, especially with the steroids, too. Uh, I mean that that the science of just anabolic steroids has come a long way too and guys are more educated you should be just hey take this at least you know guys i know are more educated um these days so i i I don't know i i think it's correcting course i think i don't think it's something that um you know you're gonna i think i think the incidents are gonna be more isolated going forward all right so let's take one more final question brian before we get to the rest of the podcast okay what do you got you got anything good if you have the chance to, to have anyone to go into WWE Hall of Fame, who would go in? Someone that's not in the Hall of Fame that should go in. Hmm. They've got they got a lot of people in there. <laughs> <laughs> they put in like six to eight to ten people a year. Yeah. They've done this for years now, at least twenty years. So there's not a ton. I mean, a lot of people say Owen Hart. Um I yeah, I Owen Hart <laughs> and David David James said it. Wait, wait a minute here. Brittany Page, so cute. Who's so cute? Thank you, Michael or the Kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> Owen Hart is. Uh, I mean, I I think part of it is respect <laughs> to Owen's wife who 
doesn't wish for him to be included in the Hall of Fame. That's the that's the rumor. Um, yeah, I think I think Owen Hart it would be a great answer here. Uh, I I I was a bigger fan of Owen Hart than I was of Bret Hart. I know As that. we've uh, kind of alluded to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think The Rock is doing like as soon as he oh, officially. The cat? <laughs> the stupid cat <laughs> as soon as he officially calls it quits uh, the rock i think you know he'll go in there yeah uh undertaker is probably doing there very soon guessing next year <laughs> yeah um so yeah the hall of the hall of fame hall of fame is getting bigger and bigger and the pool of people to pick from is getting smaller and smaller and smaller sure is we're getting guys guys and girls from the, the not too distant past these days right and we talked about uh, wrestlers dying they usually like only to put in one deceased wrestler a year so i mean that'll probably sustain them for a while in terms of putting people in posthumously uh but yeah the hall of fame it's one of the best nights of the year that this past hall of fame i thought was a really good show george carroll pipes in one more question here okay who is the best wrestler from new england and why is it alex arion <laughs> That's that's a very good choice. Yes, I I think I think an excellent choice. Uh, we've said it on this podcast. Al is, um, you know, Al is just you know talk about underrated guys. We could do a whole show on just underrated guys that we've worked with, but um, Al is a guy who probably came along a little too early, and a guy in in the current climate um, would probably be making money and and living off of wrestling right now, um, just based on where the wrestling business has has gone um you know and the opportunities that exist now that didn't exist for the prime of his career i mean just look at the match he came he hadn't wrestled in how long and he came back and had that match with fury and fury's final fight um just outstanding we're happy to talk to him a little bit on the podcast we did uh, last december yeah uh you can go listen to that if you're uh if you'd like to on bdaradio.com uh so brian i think that's uh <laughs> Monique, why won't you have him on, on your show then? We did, and we want, we'd love to have him back. <laughs> yes, yes. I was, I was going to send a message to Alex uh, shortly. But uh, thank you, Monique, Monique for watching. Um, okay, so we'll shut it down for now. We'll, we'll obviously monitor this. We'll obviously go back in afterwards and a- answer questions on the um, in the comments. But uh, we have to move on and get the podcast done. We're 42 minutes in already, Brian. My goodness. Well, shut up once in a while. I'm sure there's a lot going to be edited out of the podcast. <laughs> Might have to be. Lots of, uh, You're going to need the four or five days here to edit this thing up. <laughs> Lots of clinking and clanking and things <laughs> falling over. We'll, uh, we'll do our best to clean it up. I'll, be, I'll spend my entire Saturday on it, I'm sure. Uh, so we want your feedback, folks. If you're listening right now to the podcast version, every week we do something called Merv Griffin Time. That's a talkback segment where we interact with you, the listener. So tweet us at the WPAN on Twitter with your take on this week's episode. If you agree or disagree with our thoughts, use the hashtag WPAN and we'll mention you and your tweets this Thursday on the BDA bonus podcast. Yes, every Thursday we do a whole new episode of the wrestling podcast about nothing. It's called the BDA Bonus Podcast. And now, along with our feedback segment, Merv Griffin Time, and our Heel Laugh Hall of Fame inductions, it is the new home of the Dirt 
Sheet Shuffle, America's Game. And that's also where we store all of our archived episodes of this podcast. We're now up to episode 45 in the archives on the wrestling podcast About Nothing feed. It's all exclusively on that feed, or you can find it on BDARadio.com. We also do voicemails. We don't have any voicemails this week, uh, but we want to hear from you guys. Get your voicemails in. We will play them on the podcast. Call 401 401- 584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. We really love to hear you contribute to the wrestling podcast about nothing. So call right now before you forget. 401-584-9726. All right, Brian, it is time for this week's promo about nothing. Already? Wow. But before we get into that, oh boy. Let's talk about our sponsor. People ask me, what do you mean? BDARadio.com. What does the BDA stand for? Bronze defective arm? All right. <laughs> Follow me here, Brian. Braun Strowman had a fake rotator cuff injury, which in turn did not keep him off house shows, which in turn caused the fake arm injury to become a real arm injury when he hurt his elbow, which in turn has him facing real surgery, which in turn throws the next few months of WWE into real turmoil. But what does that mean for us, Brian? Who knows? But BDA Radio really means the most unique commentary on mixed martial arts and pro wrestling on the internet. They don't break news, they break the news with their wild commentary regarding MMA and wrestling. Head over to BDARadio.com and check out all the latest news on UFC, Bellator, WWE, and much more. Arm yourself with the real combat sports scoops at BDARadio.com. Vodka is completely upstaging you right now on the live feed, Mike. Uh, always. It's always something. What's it feel like to be third in your house? <laughs> All right, Brian. Promo about nothing. The year 1998. This is World Championship Wrestling, WCW. And Brian, our colleague, Mean Gene Okerlund is standing by with the man known as Mang. Let's check out this week's promo about nothing. <laughs> Today, Scott Hudson, I thank you, gentlemen. Coming up a week from tomorrow night, Halloween Havoc, spectacular card. I say a showcase event. Indeed, it is that. You can be part of it. Call your local cable company right now. Regarding availability. Ming, come on in, the big man from Tonga. Come on. A week from tomorrow night, you and Rath. Now, here's a man that perhaps is equal to you. The fact that he is six foot seven, six foot eight, and weighs well over 300 pounds should be a great contest. Wait a minute. We are in America, please. You can speak English. You've been here long enough. We all know that. Now you're speaking Japanese as French. Let's talk English. Now that's French. Please, Wrath is a big man. He's uh, right now sizing you up because it's his biggest match to date here in World Championship Wrestling, Ming. Wait a minute. Am I going to get any English out of you here tonight or not? You understand? Adios. Adios. 
Thank you very much, Ming. Wrath, one week from tomorrow night on pay-per-view at Halloween Havoc. Oh, my. Oh, my, Brian. Oh, boy. Ming. (laughs) He's like like Cesaro. He can speak many different (laughs) languages. (laughs) Yes, and none of them uh, say anything relevant about what's going on at Halloween Havoc. I'm pretty sure one of them is gibberish. (laughs) (laughs) Many of them, I think. Yeah, uh, that was on TV, Brian. That was an actual thing that happened on TV. Wow. They're talking about Wrath. Uh, the the who is also Adam Bomb in the WWF and uh, the match is coming up, but he's speaking all different languages. Never says the name Wrath. Never says anything about what's going on. Um, I just get the feeling that Mean Gene Oakland is just sitting there and calling guys in. There's no one there telling them what to do. There's no one directing. This is you know. Are you saying WCW might have been disorganized, Mike? <laughs> I, I get that. I get the inkling, Brian. I get that inkling. Uh, he is facing Wrath. Yes, he is facing Roth. By, by the way, uh, so yeah, he's Japanese. He said French, spoke uh, Spanish there at the end. Do you, do you know adios? And adios. And that was the entire promo. So you really wanted to rush out and go see Halloween Havoc after that promo from Meng, didn't you? Yeah, you rushed right out and bought it. I, I, I didn't. What was 98 Halloween Havoc? couldn't tell you buddy i wasn't a wcw guy sorry well wcw (laughs) mike mills what happened on halloween havoc in 98 help us out here (laughs) that was long past the time he watched (laughs) he just deals in watching in 88 (laughs) well folks you heard this promo about nothing if you want the full picture find the link to the video in the description of this episode on the new age insiders network okay folks it's what you've been waiting for is anyone still here it is time for the big giveaway our main event prize you can get into a real wrestling ring lock up run the ropes learn to take a bump cut a promo so much more at a fantasy camp held at the new england pro wrestling academy in north andover massachusetts this summer for more on the new england pro wrestling academy neprowrestling.com is the website once again to participate you will have to be local uh, or willing to fly yourself <laughs> to North Andover, Massachusetts. Uh, you know, we can't afford airfare or lodging. Uh, we're just getting you in the door, basically. So, uh, also, you must sign a release saying you're healthy and ready to participate. Um, so, who do we have out here? Is there anyone that is volunteering? Yeah, who to wants to participate? Play- who wants to start their pro wrestling career on the WPAN? Or at least, you know, have a day in the <laughs> ring. You don't have to go in this wanting to be a pro wrestler, wanting to do it full time. If you just want to see what it's like to take a bump, to be more informed when you see something later on TV of, of what it takes to be in the wrestling business. Let's uh, let's see if we have anybody that is willing to participate. We're going to play a game, folks. Walter's been jumping in here. <laughs> Walter is going for it. Okay. Anthony Solomon. Stephen Raymond. Okay. Now, how are we going to do this, Brian? How are we going to pick who's going to play the game? We're I, don't, p- I don't know. We're going to play a very special game. Do we want to put the names in the hats? How do we want to do this? I was going to get a hat, wasn't I? <laughs> you were. Do we want to pick a number? Think of a number. <laughs> All right. Think of a number. No, there's got to be something. There's got to be something. Better than that. Come on. There's going to be. Uh, there's going to be something. There's going to be some sort of wrestling-related. Uh, Trivia. Hmm. Well, we're we're well, we're doing different trivia, but um, okay. Let's come up with something. Hmm. What do you got? 
I don't know. I was looking. You're the one that organizes this show. Well, I asked you before you went on the air. I said, "How do we want to do this?" You said, "I don't know. We'll figure it out." And now, now you're basically calling me. Do we have a trivia question? I could have done that before the show, Brian. If if. Holy shit! Uh, sorry if Bob Evans' daughter is still watching. I just said shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're garbage. I am. Um. So, okay, so Anthony, Walter, Stephen Raymond, and Timothy. All right? Let me get, let me get, let me get a hat. This is going well, folks. Hey, well, talk, talk to me. Talk to me here. We got any questions about the Kingpin's career? That's what we should have done the trivia on, Mike. The Kingpin's career. Well, that's the game. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, Kyle Sinclair, there is a payoff. It's just we don't know how, how we're picking the contestant. Relax. <laughs> Brittany is quite obsessed with your cat. I think you you need to worry about her possibly kidnapping your cat. Timothy, uh, as of right now, no, I will not be wrestling at McCoy. <laughs> George Carroll could give us a list of actual workers in New England who could use this. <laughs> uh. <laughs> What's the worst bump you've ever taken? Uh, I would say it was being double body slammed through a ladder by Brian Fury uh, and Warbeard Hansen. That sucked. That completely sucked. <laughs> Anthony Green wants to know, did I get myself DQ'd because I knew I, knew I was going to lose? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> when did I start wrestling? George, I started wrestling in 2001. Any funny Mike moments from a Kingpin match that he refed? Um, I don't know if there's any funny moments, Mike. You blew a couple finishes for me. (laughs) (laughs) Stiffest worker? Duke Stalton. (laughs) (laughs) Who would win? Nick Steele or Frankie Vane? The Kingpin. All right, Brian. So here is my special hat. It's a Milmaskis mask. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> so we have Anthony, we have Stephen Raymond, we have Timothy, and we have Walter, who's playing for his son. All right. You want to make the big pick? All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. I think I've got it, Mike. Drum roll, please. You're going to put this in post? <laughs> Timothy. Timothy. Timothy is the is the winner. I don't know if you can see that on the camera. Fair and square. Mike didn't cook the books for his good friend, John Morse. <laughs> All right, Timothy, are you there? Just stay uh, with us. Keep watching the feed. We'll ask you for the answer to this special game, the special... Uh, we're playing a little special version of a game that we've done many times, Brian, on this podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Brian, as you may not know, and I have a little bit of a problem admitting this, Admitting this, I should say, I like the kingpin. But some people say I like to give him a hard time. It's what I do. Gotta agitate Malonis. Love good agitation. I've been driving Brian crazy since the day I found out he existed. You, Brian, you're miserable. So with that in (laughs) mind... I present to you a special version of the WPAN's hottest segment 
the creepy uncle to America's game. <clears throat> We're doing the kingpin shuffle. Da, da, da. <laughs> All right. I like games about me. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're elated. You're and, late. I, and I don't have to play it. So. <laughs> <laughs> the best of both worlds for you. Uh, Brian, so uh, this past week, last week on the podcast, we talked about uh, NXT approaching the saturation point. How are we doing with the shuffle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing it every week now on the BDA bonus podcast, the Dirt Sheet Shuffle. So find that every Thursday. We're in the midst of the new streak. Yes, two two down. Uh, Brian and Timothy, if you're there. All right, listen closely, Timothy. We have three stories that Brian Malonis has talked about, possibly, right here on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. But one of these stories is false. Can you separate the kingpin facts from the kingpin fiction? We're about to find out. Three stories, one of them untrue. Let's get into story number one. He doesn't even know a guy named Jim. Those immortal words have echoed through the head of Brian Malonis for many years. Of course, the implication is that the kingpin is so averse to the gym that he wouldn't even be seen with a guy whose proper name is James. Never mind that that's his brother's actual name. Well, on second thought, he probably wouldn't want to be seen with him, so maybe the guy was right. Uh, the insensitive WWE executive who uttered this phrase in a room full of wrestlers to our own Brian, the innovator of insults, Tommy Dreamer. That is story number one. All right. Now, Timothy, story number two. The Playboy. Brian Malonis? Yes, our very own kingpin was this close to donning the tiny pink trunks and breaking women's hearts as the modern-day version of Buddy Rose. Are you blown away? Well, so was Brian. Looking for a regular spot in a big promotion, he hastily agreed to be, rex to be wrestling's overweight womanizer. <laughs> but at the last minute the prospective playboy got cold feet and pulled out. That set the stage for his brother Jimmy to step in and become the unmitigated sex object we all know and love. <laughs> Gross. That is story number two. Story number three, Timothy. Hope you're paying close attention. Get a good look, Costanza. Our buddy Big Bry did not heed the words of Jerry Seinfeld backstage at a WWE TV taping a few years back in Bridgeport, Connecticut. You get a sense of it, and you look away. Malonis admits he was sneaking a peek at Nikki Bella's bulging bazongas as she was about to go out for her match, and who wouldn't? But the peek became a glance, the glance became a look, the look became a stare, and biggity-bam, he snapped out of his titty trance just in time to realize he had been caught. Her music hit before anything could come of it, so she went out to the ring, fearless, while an embarrassed Brian went to find a place to hide for the rest of the night, quite fearful. <laughs> that was story number three. Two of these stories we've talked about on this podcast. The third one, we didn't talk about it because it's completely false. Brian... How do you think Timothy's going to go? Boy, I, I, don't, I don't know. It depends on if Timothy is an avid listener of the WPAN. 
So that, that's uh, true. You know, we don't know. We really don't know. Chad Alden chimed in though. So there's one thing you know is the kingpin does not pull out. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> we did, twice anyway. <laughs> He did say hashtag kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. His name is Timothy. He is playing the King Pin Shuffle. Yes, Timothy, get some help if you need it from uh, from the uh, constituents. <laughs> Will he pick the correct answer? Story number one is Tommy Dreamer telling Brian he doesn't even know a guy named Jim in front of a room of wrestlers. Story number two, the Playboy was originally supposed to be Brian Malonis. But he got cold feet, and it ended up being the playboy, Jimmy James Malonis. Story number three, Brian was caught by Nikki Bella backstage, staring at her hoo-hoos. But nothing came of it, and he ran away. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is it story number one, Timothy? Is it story number two? Is it story number three? This is for all the marbles. This is for a guest spot in the next fantasy camp this summer at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy in North Andover, Massachusetts. NEProWrestling.com to find out more about the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. But Timothy, if you're there, is it story number one? Is it story number two? Is it story number three? What do we have, Brian? Oh, I'm, I'm waiting here. We get lots of other people answering. Lots of people are thinking it's number three. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay, here. So, Timothy, we got Timothy's answer here. All right. Timothy, the person playing the first ever version of the Kingpin Shuffle, he says story number two. He says the Playboy was not originally going to be Brian Malonis. He says Brian Malonis was never going to don those tiny pink tights. And break women's hearts all across this land. Is it story number two? Brian Malonis? The Kingpin. Is he correct or is he incorrect? Timothy is... And in true Mike Crockett fashion, incorrect! Oh, I apologize, <laughs> Timothy. Uh Story number two was indeed correct. Yes, I, I was. A, I was asked uh, if I if I would be interested in coming into a promotion. I said yes. Uh, they gave me the gimmick. I said yes. I didn't realize what that would mean, and I thought better of it and said no. I I can't do that. I would love to come in, but not as the Playboy. <laughs> and story number one, Brian Tommy Dreamer. Ah, uh, that was true. Tommy Dreamer did tell me I look like uh, I look like I don't know a guy named Jim. He also told me I should be wearing a mask. So <laughs> suck it, Tommy Dreamer. Oh boy. <laughs> Story number three is the one that I uh, made up. Nick, you weren't backstage staring at Nikki Bella. You did tell a story about uh, staring at Kelly Kelly. <laughs> did I tell that story on here? Or are you outing me? <laughs> <laughs> I think you did. I don't know if I did. <laughs> I think maybe you caught a sideways glance at her. But uh, I, Moving ca- on. <laughs> I kind of uh, embellished. I changed the names to protect the innocent. And then you outed me anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you, there nothing happened where you were staring at uh, Nikki's fun bags. 
<laughs> so uh, if Stephanie is watching right well, now, I might have been. I just never was caught. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So uh, that was the false story. Story number three, Timothy. Uh, I'm I'm so sorry. Um, but uh, no, Timothy, you get nothing. You lose. Good good day, day sir. <laughs> no, no. I, I think Brian. Let's do this like Ellen DeGeneres would do it. I'm not. I am. She has a show. I know that, but I'm not familiar with the context of the show, Mike. Well, I worked on the show for one day. They filmed something in Boston. Oh, excuse uh, me. I was, I was on set, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he did. They did a contest with this guy, and he got all the questions wrong. And at the end of the day, she said, "You win anyway." Well, so look. Timothy, you win anyway. Please DM the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing page on Facebook, and you can claim your prize. Uh, fantasy camp at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy later this summer. The date is coming very soon. We will give you uh, all the details we can, uh, Timothy, and you will get in the wrestling ring. You will take your first bump. You will be on the road if you choose to be a professional wrestler and starting at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy, neprowrestling.com and neprowrestling, I believe, on Twitter and Facebook, everywhere else. Uh, for Brian Fury School, and thank you very much once again to Brian Fury for being a part of that. And since we're giving it, it to him anyway, Brian, but I did win. I did uh, fool him in the end. You did. So I guess <laughs> I get to uh, do my song one more time. So the victor goes to spoils. Yes. <clears throat> I like this version. This is my favorite version of this song. We're doing the Kingpin Shuffle. Dun, dun, dun. Woo! Yes. All right. Thank you very much for Timothy and everyone else who's willing to participate. And I hope you enjoyed this special version of the Dirt Sheet Shuffle. And of course, we do it every Thursday on the BDA Bonus Podcast. Look at for the uh, look for the wrestling podcast about nothing feed uh, in your favorite podcast catcher. Uh, Brian, you're hitting the highways and byways, crisscrossing this great nation of ours, plying your trade as a professional wrestler. And this week, going into next month, you got dates. I do, Mike. All right. This Friday night, right? Is that correct? Is that correct? <laughs> When's this coming out? What day next is this Monday. coming out? <laughs> yeah, we're recording early. Yes. You can leave this in. That's fine. Sure. This coming Friday, May the 19th, I will be in Woburn for Chaotic Wrestling. It's the Chaotic Countdown, Mike. Right. I've never won a Battle Royal or a Royal Rumble in my entire career. Wow. You're always the odds-on favorite, though. I certainly am, but I got a feeling this time uh, the Kingpin's luck's going to change. I'm on my way to Chaotic Wrestling Heavyweight Championship number four, Mike. Hope they blacken the other eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just have to avoid uh, Donovan Dijak in there. <laughs> but come to the Chaotic Countdown May 19th. Uh, check out chaoticwrestling.com for tickets. The very next night, I'll be in uh, your old stomping grounds, buddy. Somerville, Massachusetts. I got lots of stomping grounds. You certainly do. <laughs> I don't know which way you go when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be in Somerville, Massachusetts for Beyond Wrestling. It's going to be my, me and my Triple X tag team partner, Triple XL tag team partner, Ace Romero, taking on Tab the, the, the Tabernacle. I'm probably not saying that correctly. They're, they're from Canada. Oh. Yes. So, uh, But they're, uh, they think they're a couple of badasses, but they haven't met the likes of... Uh, the Kingpin Brian Malonis and AC Baby himself, Ace Romero. So 
Uh, come out and uh, you know, come out and see Beyond Wrestling, BeyondWrestlingOnline.com. Check out Beyond Demand. Get a subscription. Find some great matches from yours truly with the likes of Keith Lee, Chris Hero, JT Dunn, Flip Gordon. We're starting uh, the new win streak in Beyond Wrestling. Yeah, yes. On Saturday. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <so> ho- <laughs> hopefully. June 2nd, I'm heading out to Fall River, Massachusetts, the PAL Top Rope Promotions. Find Top Rope Promotions on all your social media platforms and also brownpapertickets.com. And Mike, we're going to stop there because we are running incredibly long. The yes. people, The people watching on Facebook Live are probably tired. i'm a little tired myself but before we go brian Uh, the people are demanding vodka by the way the drink (laughs) oddly enough it's the cat that they're that she she wandered into the bedroom i think she's done with us why don't you call her you never called the cat before a cat oh you do Come on, you gotta know how to call call a cat. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't work no she doesn't listen (laughs) oh there she is yeah there she is come on after we're done recording. Oh, here she comes. <laughs> you don't call a cat, huh, Mike? I just did. Oh, there we go. There's vodka. There we go. Say bye, vodka. Oh, that's so cute. She's like, leave me alone now. <laughs> yes. All right, before we go, uh, I just want to thank some people real quick. We've done this for a year, Brian. The Wrestling Podcast about nothing. We're not stopping now, by the way. We're not? They're, we're keeping on. We're going to keep on trucking, as keep they on say. Keep on keeping on? Yes. Uh, so let's thank the guys at BDA Radio, Chad Alden, Paul St. Amon Jr. Uh, thank you very much for giving us the platform here and uh, taking care of some of our equipment. We really appreciate it. Also, the guys at the NAI Network, the New Age Insiders themselves, Jason Maltov, Liam Stryker, Bill Neville. Well, Liam and Maltov, at okay. least. <laughs> uh, how about the other guys in the NAI Network? Matt, Josh, and Rob with the Pipe Bomb, Ant and G-Rod from Rant with Ant, DC and Doc from DC and Doc Talk, Damian and Trina from Indie Pop, even the seldom heard Scotty Slade. <laughs> well, thank him, too. Uh, Booking the Territory, of course, the Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, they really helped us out. Uh, I, you know, I go to Mike for advice and stuff like that. He's, his uh, podcast is doing extremely well. Look for them wherever you get your podcast. The guys are checking the boots. Referee Tony S. and Chip. Um, they started like a little bit after us, so we've kind of been helping each other out this whole time, and I really appreciate uh, their help uh, going through this whole thing. The Hurricane Rana podcast, they uh, talk about uh, wrestling every Wednesday night on Facebook, and uh, Eric has been a, a nice uh, resource to have a guy to talk to about uh, podcasting and stuff like that. Uh, okay, Fabe, we had him on last Monday talking about NXT. Check that podcast out. He's on YouTube. How about Gerald from the Pop Culture Cosmos? Yes, we've been, what, three or four times now. Yes, on the Pop Culture Cosmos. <laughs> you can find that on the podcast radio network. And guys like Brian Fury, who uh, donated that Fantasy Camp deal today. Announced his retirement on this very show. Yes, yes. Todd Sinclair, who's been great to us and is a, uh, a listener of the podcast. Mike Mongoose, who's out in California. Uh, we really appreciate your help. You gave us pizza one time. Yes, we appreciate did. it. We were very hungry that day. We're <laughs> getting a little hungry now. If you, uh, hungry? If you're I'm not hungry. Oh, okay, R.J. Deloise. We've let him sneak on this podcast once or <laughs> twice. Brad Hollister, Sonny Goodspeed, even the secret listeners out there, the ones that uh, shall not be named, that listened into the to the podcast. We appreciate you as well, and the like the the stalwarts, the 
listeners that are always interacting with us. Steven, Randall, TK, he's the executive producer. Big Woody, David Ratty, Marty Howell, Maddie Wilson, Greg Myron, uh, Mucko, who's always a tremendous fan of the podcast. Uh, all of our past guests, uh, Warbeard Hansen, Donovan Dijak, Tarzan Taylor, Jamie Jamikowski, Max Bauer, Max Smashmaster, Sean Burke, Brian Webster, Cheeseburger, Alex Arion, Rich Palladino, Julian Starr, Anthony Green, I think, was uh, there, kind too. Kind of there. <laughs> <laughs> and I also want to thank you, Brian Malonis. Uh, people are probably pretty surprised that I do this podcast and I talk a lot, considering I don't talk very much in my everyday life. <laughs> I'm not a guy who just uh, jumps into a conversation with people, like especially backstage at wrestling shows back in the day. I just kind of keep to myself and stuff like that. But this gig is kind of helped me a lot and it's kind of helped me open up. It's got me excited about wrestling again. Um, I know when I was helping book with chaotic, um, I would always be thinking about, you know, chaotic stuff, wrestling, you know, who can do what and that's all that stuff. And I didn't really have any outlet like that creatively and my creativity kind of suffered as a result. I felt kind of, uh, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of meaning to what was going on in my life. And I think this podcast kind of gave me something to think about to kind of help me with my creativity again and to get out Juice there. Juice flowing. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I've been listening to the radio and podcasts for so long, and it's kind of uh, something that I wasn't working for a little while, and I was like, I got to do a podcast. I, I'm going to do a podcast, but it never came together because you know, I just sat in my chair and said, I got to do a podcast. That would be great, wouldn't it? But you had the, you know, you had the means, you had friends, uh, BDA radio who were willing to have you be a, you know, do a podcast on their, on their network. And you invited me along and I and you originally thought, it. Yeah, no problem, buddy. And you originally thought I only wanted you for technical stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i said this because originally the original idea for my, that bda radio come up with was the brian malonis podcast which for better or for worse that was the idea <laughs> and I, I knew i certainly couldn't just talk into a microphone by myself uh, for an hour and i said well who <laughs> who, who gives me more of a uh, other than other than steph <laughs> who gives me more of a hard time you know than mike crockett yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, 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 gen- I genuinely enjoy doing this with you. I genuinely enjoy interactions. You know, over the years, you've become one of my best friends. So this is this is a pleasure to do. This is fun. I'm grumpy when you book me on 14 different podcasts in a week. But you did you did promise it'd slow down after WrestleMania, and it did. <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoy doing this. This is a lot of fun. Um, we're not getting rich off doing this, so know that we love it folks and 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 it's a lot of fun for us and it really is a nice creative outlet just to come and shoot the shit and have those interactions on twitter and i'm getting better at responding to people <laughs> i'm getting there mike i'm getting there i'm Thank not you. i'm not great with the social media stuff but we're still working on it still, we're still yeah working on it. um but no this is this is a pleasure to do this is fun to do and i hope we do this for uh as long as we possibly can uh you know you I do have goals still in in professional wrestling, and you never know where where those could take me. But uh, for as long as uh, you know, I, I hope we're doing this for a long time. Is basically what I'm what I'm trying to say. 
Me too, me too. And we're doing it twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays. We're going to continue to do that. And we really appreciate uh, everyone that's listening, everyone that watched the Facebook Live. Uh, it was a great turnout. We're going to go into the comments and we'll answer questions that we didn't get to on the live show. But thank you, everyone, really very much for uh, checking this out tonight. Yes, thank you. Thank the viewers. Thank the listeners. They yes. Are- uh, I think this has grown much faster than either one of us uh, anticipated. We right. see the numbers that we're getting on the original feed, the numbers we're getting on the NAI feed, and then the, the listeners that we get on the podcast radio network as well. Uh, it's incredible how many people have heard our stupid voices talk about professional wrestling. So thank That's you. Tough. Yes, thank you. Thank you sincerely very much. Uh, and if uh, you, you said we're not getting rich off this, if you want to give us a couple <laughs> bucks, you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash New Age Insiders. The WPAN Curtain Jerker t-shirt is there. It's available in all sizes, all different shapes and uh, and fits and colors. Not colors, but all different, <laughs> all different ways. So we really appreciate it if you check that out. And uh, we are back on Thursday for the WPAN BDA bonus podcast. Search WPAN on your favorite podcast platform, or you can go to BDARadio.com to find us. Then join us next Monday here on the NAI Network for the episode, a regular episode, episode 57 of the WPAN. Until then, he is the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I'm Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko. And thanks... For nothing. <laughs>